Good morning, everybody. Welcome into 104.3 The Fans Coffee Break. DMAC joins us live from his house, not from Tampa, not from Nashville, not from St. Louis, not from Edmonton, live from his house right here in Colorado. DMAC, how are you? I'm tired, uh, happily tired, and I cannot wait to shave this mess. I'm going to get rid of this today and just be fresh with the world and I you know it was the beard thing you know James looked so ridiculous with his beard and and uh you know I kind of went along with it my son went along with it and just mm-hmm. to kind of have fun with it and you kind of the growing the beard thing Rachel is interesting because you really get a sense of like how long this crap goes for yeah and I was I was clean shaven at the beginning of the playoffs and it's just oh my god it's killing me so I'm just gonna get rid of it and Oh, it looks so gray. It looks awful. So, um, you know, but it's a reminder of like, holy cow, how long does this stuff take and how exhausting the process, process, Canadian process is. So, ugh, let's get rid of this. Get rid of it. Get ready for the parade. Yes, a parade on Thursday. I'm surprised you actually haven't shaven that. Uh, James shaved it immediately after they won that evening. I know a lot of other people were like, yep, this has got to go. Well, let, me, um, let, me just, to- let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I thought about it. I thought about just doing it right here. I could do it right here on Coffee Break. Uh, but here's why. So the game's over. And all right, cool. Still got it. And then I'm on the ice with the team, which was amazing. Okay, that was great. So that goes till about 12.30, 1 o'clock. Then we go over to the JW Marriott where all the family, friends, and a lot of the players were – they were kind of filtering in there. But then they really came in because they had a long celebration in the locker room. So they finally came in, and they've got – and now we're Gabe Landeskog. It's 2.30 in the morning at the JW Marriott going up the escalator with the, with the cup, and everybody's going nuts. And then I kind of settle down. And then I call in. Again, because we're still on the air overnight. How great was that? So I'm on with uh, um, a couple of folks there. I forget even who I was on with. It was a, it's a blur. And then it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and you say, oh, okay, here's the time that, you you know, you go to bed and you relax. No, 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 Rachel. My flight leaves at 5.30. So I literally, I actually went to this place, Hattricks, which is where all the media people were, and I said goodbye to a bunch of media friends. This is at 3 o'clock in the morning. My Uber comes at 3.30 after I pack, and now I'm at the airport. I'm at the airport with a bunch of the other media muggles. I get on the wrong – I'm trying to get on the wrong plane. My flight said to Denver, and there was a flight to Denver at 5.30, exact same time. But I was connecting through St. Louis. So I go to check in, and the guy's like, you're at the wrong gate. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, you're over there. So now it's not a direct flight to Denver. Now I'm on a continuing flight. I don't have to get off the plane, but it's mm-hmm. stopping in St. Louis. So I, I go over, and they hadn't boarded yet. I caught a break. They hadn't boarded yet. And so I, I get on. And but, but now I'm not going directly to Denver, okay? I'm not landing exactly what I thought. I go, I go over to, uh, to, to that flight. I stop in St. Louis, and I'm like, oh, well – I'll, I'll be fine. My phone dies. I'm an idiot. I don't charge my phone. So my phone is dead. So I'm at the airport. Now I can't call an Uber. My wife was expecting me before that. And now it's like, now I'm charging my phone like at a coffee shop at the airport. And that's when I called you. And I was like, well, I'm here anyway, 
right? Like I thought maybe I should be here when the plane lands. But I asked you, I go, you said, well, 1230, but you really weren't completely sure, right? Mm-hmm. You weren't completely right. sure when it was landing. And it yep. turns out they landed like at 130, correct? Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. So, so I had the right instincts there. Then I go to get an Uber, Rachel, $100 to get an Uber home. And I was just like, ah, I don't need to do that. I'll, I'll be a good guy. And then I had another idea. Miranda, the ice bug, um, who's one of these people that fixes the slush mm-hmm. there in Tampa. She actually has big ties to Denver. And there was a back and forth about insulting her about the ice or whatever. Well, she turned out to be like the sweetest person ever. And I ended up uh, running into her and she gave me a game puck, like a real puck that they use in the game. And there's probably just what, a couple hundred of those suckers. So Mm -hmm. she gave me a real game puck. It's got the logo and the this, that, the other thing. And I said to myself, well, my day of travel is messed up already. There's really no point going Mm -hmm. home. I got on the train to Union Station and I met my 22-year-old son who just moved back here and he is the world's biggest hockey fan. So I was able to give um, my son a game puck from the night before and he loves the abs and he loves hockey. And that was a very father-son kind of moment right there. And he could he left his job. He works right there at the Union Station area. So he skipped out of work just for a second and I gave him the puck. But now I still have to get back to the radio station. I thought, I got time. But now I got to go to the bathroom. All right, this is where things get tricky. Like, you got to go to the bathroom, and it's like, well, should, you can't go to the – every bathroom is, like, locked up, Rachel. So I'm going to, like, three different places just to pee, and I, I can't find a place to pee. I go to a Whole Foods. Who knew there was even a Whole Foods downtown? Actually, it looks incredible. It's a big, huge Whole Foods. And that's locked. And um, now I got to do a hit with Zoakley, the Zoakley show. And I'm like, oh, my God. And my phone's running out of juice again. I have to pee. And now I'm starting to get a little bit worried about getting to work on time to get the train. Luckily, I saw a guy going into the bathroom. And I just gravy trained with him into the bathroom to pee. But now I don't have time to set up to talk to the Zoakley show. So I'm like, I'm in Whole Foods. And I'm like, let me just find a quiet place. And I was near the candles. (laughs) Who shops for candles on a Monday at 12.15? Nobody. So I start doing my thing, and you see, hear how loud I am. And sure enough, the candle seller comes over to me, and she's like, hey, you're too loud. And so I get kicked out of the Whole Foods. I get kicked out of the Whole Foods. And so I go into, like, the lobby area. I finish up with Zoakley. So that's the second time I've been doing updates with the Zoakley show that I've been yelled at about being too loud. Okay, I get it. I'm loud. Then I go off to the train, and I'm like, I think I'm okay. And the train takes extra time. I get off on the orchard station, and I'm looking like a vagabond. I'm looking like Hobo DMAC with my bags and the this and the that. And and the orchard station at Orchard I-25 where we work, it's still a little bit of a walk to our workplace. It's not like that close. It's still like, you know, it's a little bit of a walk. And I, I end up walking into the radio station at 2 p.m. Then my wife has to come get me after the show. I get home and Rachel, I collapse. And that is why I have not shaved my beard yet. That's the reason. 
You know what, DMAC? Honestly, that is a great story. So I can't even imagine when we get into your Tampa stories here in just a second. I do want to say, Kim, thank you so much. She says the fan had the best coverage of the series. Great job. And Giovanni says, DMAC must write a book about all of this. And I agree. I think we need to get a series on DenverFan.com of all of your travels and everything. I think people would absolutely love it, DMAC. Well, I'm, uh, you know, that's a great idea. And I'm taking a, um, a two-week vacation. And not to bum everybody out. Not to bum everybody out. Um, but the most significant part of this entire time for me, sadly, sadly, was the passing of my brother. And my brother passed away after a tragic accident after the Predators game. And I, I found out he had been in the accident during my show of Game 4 in Nashville. And it was touch and go for a few days. So I, I it wasn't just the abs. You know, I, I left Nashville and I flew to Boston for four days. And we were hoping for the best and things didn't go that way. I flew back to Denver because I had been on the road, you know, in Nashville for quite a long time. And then, um, you know, his service and everything, they, they planned that relatively quickly because his son was graduating from high school. So they wanted to get things done so it wouldn't, um, you know, it happened before his son graduated from high school, that sort of thing. So in the middle of all this, I went through a horribly tragic time, which involved, you know, again, more travel. Um, you know, um, and I, I flew from Nashville to Boston, Boston to Denver, uh, Denver to Boston, Boston to St. Louis. That, and I didn't miss one game. I did. I missed game two of the St. Louis series uh, at home in Denver. It's the only game that I missed in playoffs. And uh, my, 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 my heart is is bursting with joy for what has happened for the avalanche um but in the back of my mind you know i've i've been carrying uh the passing of my brother with me the entire time so it's it's um it's a big part of the story and i haven't really talked about it that much i'm 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 happy that you're just letting me share that a little bit but um but but at the at the end of of game 6 i'm on the ice and there's the stanley cup and everybody's got their families um i was thinking about my family too and so it's the it's the end of a very uh, emotional, um, wonderful uh, voyage. And yeah, maybe I will write about it. But in, in all honesty, um, you know, my brother's a gargantuan part of it for me personally. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and I think there's all sorts of personal connections that people have developed during this time, hopefully really, really positive ones. And, and there's, you know, all, um, amazing positive ones for me. But but he's part of it, a big part of it. And so, again, not to be too serious, but um, that that's part of my whole uh, journey with this as well. Well, DMAC, you are like family to us and everybody in the comments is saying prayers to you and your family, condolences to you and your family, well wishes to DMAC, thoughts and prayers to you and your family. But to, 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 like to transition a little bit from something so heavy, how much fun did we have, Rachel, hanging out together oh uh, at, at, the, at the final and the playoffs and all that? How much fun did it? And it was great. People are going to hate us for this, but there were actually, I know this is awful to actually say, I think we can now say it. There were like extra seats for the media um, in the press. And, 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 and that wasn't like intentional. It was just more of a, a fluke of just the way they had to have things set up because they established tables. Cause all the writers have computers and laptops. And so yeah. essentially you got like extra seats. And because of that, it really wasn't a big deal. There was plenty of room for us to sit next to each other the whole time and not take anything away from anybody. I just think, you know, considering how expensive it was to get into the games. So first of all, let me say how lucky 
you and I were, period. Oh my God. But we were also lucky not only to be at the game, but to be able to kind of share that together. And it, it was great to, to, to be able to do that, um, hang in there with you. I thought it was wonderful. I had a great time hanging out with you. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. You can also check out all of DenverFan.com and 104.3 fans' social pages, and you can see a bunch of videos featuring DMAC and I. I shot behind-the-scenes content for all of the games that I was in attendance to, so it was a lot of fun, a lot of funny memories. Uh, DMAC learned that I am an avid popcorn fan. That so. was crazy. That was insane. Where did this start? Where did this come from? What is this? What is the story with you and popcorn? I just like salty things like i'm the girl this is gonna make me sound so weird i'm the girl that just eats like green olives like as a snack like i love salty things probably more than i like sweet things so the popcorn at ballerina is so freaking salty it's amazing it's delicious i tell people all the time if you go to ballerina get their popcorn because you will not be disappointed that was so great so just to recap if people are watching this for the first time yeah, I was I was late to a, I was late to a game because we were broadcasting. I was just like coming in the last minute, and so I I couldn't get any. I hadn't eaten in like hours, and I was just like ah I don't care. Uh, I'll, I'll just go get some you know at the food place right you know outside the area, and, um, and and so I got popcorn for Rachel and I to share, and I, but I got a couple other little things for myself. Well, I turn around after ten minutes and like. It's pretty obvious, although she would be very generous with sharing. She had no intention of sharing. And so <laughs> the next time, the next time, I just thought it was funny. I wasn't even that hungry. And I don't know if you were either. I just did it as a goof. And I just like, uh, I just got popcorn for Rachel. I'm like, just here, here you go. And uh, that was great. But it was nervous eating too. I know it's like, yeah. it's like you're just, you know, you're all amped up, right? Like you just go, ah, it's yeah. like that's it. No, 100%. And we're obviously fans of this team. And sometimes when you're not able to cheer, like when you're in the press box, you can react to things that you see down on the ice, yeah. but you're not allowed to cheer. So right. being able to shove stuff in your face is a good way to not get in trouble for cheering. Because obviously we wanted the Avs to win the Stanley Cup. We're so happy. But you, you can't react. You just see me and like like Rachel in the press area. Like something good happens. Like like it's like an elbow nudge. Like, okay. Like that. But no. but that is true. And by the way, in the press box, everybody in the press box reacts to things. I mean, you wouldn't be human if you didn't, you know, react to something. There's there's a big difference between that and being like, "Woo, let's go," you know. So, and, and we don't we we don't do that. But we, you know, you react. Everybody reacts. It's impossible not to react. And it happens in the um the the. And the Broncos press box reaction happens all the time, um, and and you know, but the environment is so different because in the Broncos press box there's a big glass, uh, uh, you know, glass wall basically, mm-hmm. and you know it makes it very comfortable, but you don't get the sense. I wish it was open, Rachel. I don't care, even if it was cold. I wish the Broncos press box was open because feeling that crowd, Rachel, is just so amazing. Don't you think? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's the best part of it being at ball, you know, and you could, it just like rings your ears. It's so much yeah. fun, but DMAC, we want to want to get into everything else before we start trivia here in just a little bit. But I want to talk about your travels because you've obviously been kind of all over the place and you've seen so many cool things as well for press conferences that you've done being on the ice, seeing families, seeing the team carry the Stanley cup up the elevator to go to their party. What was your favorite part? Well, every city had a different favorite part. 
Um, so I'll just go through it relatively quickly. Uh, Johansson for the Predators, I really do think uh, felt bad about sticking Darcy Kemper. And to see his expression, to hear him talk about it, stands out to me. And to be there when that happened with Darcy Kemper, like, geez, you know, is he okay? Is he going to be all right? Um, in terms of Nashville, just the bachelorette party and Broadway, I mean, you know, that is a fun place. Um, then you go to St. Louis, and what stands out for me, unfortunately, are the um, racist death threats that went against Nazem Kadri and, mm -hmm. and his hat trick in St. Louis and the complete um, tone deafness of Craig Berube to just acknowledge that racist threats are, are bad and shouldn't happen with his no comment comment. And I was shocked that I was the only one that actually posted video of him saying that. And that was ignored by the St. Louis media, which I thought was bad on them. And it forced him, forced him to actually, you know, comment about his no comment eventually. But the, what that set up with Kadri, Rachel, was amazing. And for him to get a hat trick and all that emotion, to me, that stands out the most. And, and we had to go back to St. Louis, where Darren Helm scored with just a few seconds left. So, and also St. Louis itself, the city is a little sad, you know, it's just kind of um, around the ballpark area, fine, but the sadness of the city is kind of like, we need to do better in our cities in America, in all honesty, to, to make sure that doesn't happen. Then the travels to Edmonton and, and getting a COVID test with Wayne Gretzky in a drugstore was, I mean, how could I ever possibly forget that? Uh, and the memories of one of the most unbelievable hockey arenas, you'll, I mean, the most unbelievable hockey arena you'd ever see. And the continuation of dominance by the Avalanche and uh, shutting down Joey Bell Tower with uh, this, this super connected guy. I can say it now, but it was on a Saturday night and we weren't sure what was going on with Cadre. And a guy came over and his connections were unbelievable. And he, I got all sorts of information just from being at Joey Bell Tower, which was remarkable. And then it's off to the final um, and multiple trips to Tampa um, where the Avs played better on the road there in Tampa. Yeah, that's the view from my hotel room right there. That's awesome. And that is uh, Riverwalk in Tampa. And there's a TV station. That's where the boats go when there's parades. Afterwards, there's Logan O'Connor with his family. And you can see the fans behind him. But to be on the, the ice when the family was raising the Stanley Cup, how great is that? Kale McCarr brings his brother on stage. And there we go up the escalator with Gabe Landeskog and the crew celebrating the Stanley Cup. That's at 2.30 in the morning at the JW Marriott. There's Bo Byram. He just turned 21. He's that's Hey, how about that look, by the way? Suit jacket, dress shirt, unbuttoned, unbuttoned. but kind of tucked in. It's uh, <laughs> That was great. What a great montage right there. That was awesome. So, all because of you posting it all on social media, though. So shout out to you. Those are all your own videos, Mac. That's that's awesome, man. That is that is boy. That's a nice mm -hmm. job by you guys. You guys do so good with Coffee Break. Uh, that was really cool. So I, I that, I'm walking you through part of that adventure right there. Really, really neat. That was. I fun. love it. All right. Well, Will Peterson is behind the scenes. We're gonna bring him in because we've got some trivia to do. We love trivia. Will, how are you? First of all. I was muted. Sorry. Um, no, I'm great. And listening to that stuff, DMAC, was so cool. And as a University of Missouri alum, I must say the city of St. Louis is a little bit depressing. You're not you're not wrong there. Yeah, let's get that place a little bit better. I, I, I root for cities. I'm a city fan. And hopefully things, um, you know, get a nice turnaround there in St. Louis. But yeah, uh, good to see you, Will. And Will, I saw that you had a, you had a wedding. 
watching the game. Is that right? What yeah, is that story? The timing could not have been worse, but it's literally my best friend in the world was getting married. Oh. It got delayed twice because of COVID. It's been on the calendar for a year. And when I saw the Stanley Cup final schedule, I was like, all right, abs and five, abs and five. It was all breaking just fine for abs and five. And then we all know how game five went. But you're the one who had to go back to Tampa. I had to drive down to Castle Rock for it. So oh, okay. I, got the, I got the easier end of that deal, other than the fact I was literally watching it on a cell phone at a wedding in the third period of game six. That's so funny. That's a great story, too, though. I love it. All right. Well, we've got some trivia. If you would like to join at home, which we would absolutely love for you to do, please join. Go to Kahoot.it and use the game pin 260-5758, or you can scan the QR code that you see up on your screen right now. We appreciate everybody hanging out with us and playing with us. This is going to be Colorado Avalanche edition because obviously they won the Stanley Cup on Sunday night. So we'll get into it, a little bit of history on this team. But, yes, keep it coming. We'll get to about 10 people, and then we're going to start this game up. So please join in. All right. I think I'm in. What, what's uh, your nickname, D-Mac? Uh, D-Mac would be too boring. Okay. I'll, be, I'll be beard guy. At first I thought you were going to tell me it was Snoop, and I was about to die. Whoever Snoop is, you made my day. I, I love it. Snoop, Tommy, all right. all right. We're going to give it a few more seconds. Please go to Kahoot.it, enter in that game pin that you see, or scan the QR code. We would love for you to play with us. How cool is this? I love this. We love trivia. This is, this is our third, maybe our fourth edition. Awesome. Yeah. All right. How does it work? I'm just going to see the question up on my screen? Yep. So you're going to see the question on your computer screen, DMAC, and oh, then okay. you're going to enter it in on, and they're – um. Just like all quiz style. So okay. then you just select it. I will say and let everybody know that it does go off a of time. So the faster you can be to respond to these things, the more points you get. And there's a point system. But all right. We're at all 10. Right. So let's get this thing going. All right. Avalanche history. Three, two, one. Who did the Avalanche defeat to win their first Stanley Cup championship? Oh, I know it. How do I write it? Do I write it? What do I do? No, hit oh. the. I got it. Hit the. Oh, I, got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, it's it. multiple choice. There you go. Yep. All right, got it. So Kim said she was getting married during the first win. Love it, Kim. Congratulations. I was not at Kim's wedding. I was six years old. <laughs> or unless she meant the first win against Tampa, I don't know if she. Oh meant my God! Tampa. People got that wrong. Ah. Oh. T-Mac, he doesn't hold back ever. All right, next question. Please, that's terrible. Look who's <laughs> in first. Ah, so you know how to play the game. Yes. What is the name of the Colorado Avalanche mascot? Uh, the better one is who was the first mascot? What was his nickname? Ooh. Well, his name was Howler, and he actually got in a fight with some kids, and they banned him. <laughs> I love it. How do you know that? Uh, because that's a pretty famous when uh, when Howler was scary. If you yeah. ever see pictures of How Howler was like a scary mascot. No, when did he get to be retired? Or I guess uh, I don't know. Bernie is way friendlier than Howler. I'll give you that. Yeah, probably... Howler wasn't exactly the guy you wanted your kid taking pictures with. No. He, was, he was a little no. motley, and then Bernie's just this you know fun little dog that 
all the little yeah. kids can like. We all love Bernie. All right, next question. Which Avalanche Breaker player broke Red Wing center Chris oh. Draper's jaw in game six of the 1996 Western Conference Final? If you watched the series or the E60 on Sunday, you would know this. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, show. We could talk about that a little bit too. Yeah. It's very tilted towards the Red Wings. It's like make the Red Wings look like heroes. I was like, what the hell is this? So I'm going to guess that was done by a Red Wing guy. Everybody got that question. Everybody. Everybody knows that one. Yeah. All right. Will staying on top. Tommy in second. What was the first jersey number permanently retired by the Colorado Avalanche? Oh, man. This is tough. Uh, Wow. All right, I don't even know that. I'm I'm just gonna take a guess. Yeah, I'm guessing too. And you did use a picture that has me curious. Yeah, that's, the that's picture was the person, right? Or if you're trying to get us off? Yes, yeah, I got it wrong. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. That was the first one permanently retired. Ray Bork retired. Yep. Really? Isn't that crazy? We're, there's another, there's like another little fun fact in here, which is very Is that right? I didn't know that. Well, it okay. makes sense because he was the first one to go, right? Like Sackick, Waugh, Forsberg were all still playing. Bork was the first right. one after 01. Uh, uh, to, I guess you're right. To call it a career, yeah. So that means they, they didn't, oh gosh, that makes sense because they got here in 96. So, oh, I should have got that right then. That was a good little trick question. Thank you, thank you. All right, Will staying on top. Who was the first player in franchise history to win the Calder Memorial Trophy? Oh, well, I'll take a chance there. Uh, Burr. Oh, boy, that's a little tricky, too. Yeah, and I'm I'm blanking. This is terrible. But which one is Calder again? There's so many. Rookie rookie of the year. Rookie of the year? Yeah. All right, then I'm I'm guessing here. Ugh. Oh, I got that wrong. I I, I bet I uh, took Chris Drury. So. I took Drury, too. Tough yeah. question, Rachel. Thank you, thank you. All right. Who was the first Avalanche player to win the Hart Memorial Trophy? All right, I know Ooh. what this is. Oh, but I'm 50-50. Right, that's a coin flip on two of those guys. I think he won the Vezin at the same time. Oh, okay. I think, I think, I think, I think. But it's, it's not- first. Ah, I got it wrong. Gosh Joe darn it. I we all love Mr. Sackick, obviously, the GM to win the Stanley Cup this past Sunday. Moving on to the next one. Oh, Jay I got Snow him off the board. All right. Last. How many years did Joe Sackick oh, serve my as God. captain? How do, you, how do we know this? Well, I'll tell you this. It wasn't three. I'll be that guy. I'll rule out A for everyone. It was It was a little more than three. I'm guessing seven, but that is a pure guess. Yeah, I guess too. You guessed seven as well? No, I went 13. Wow. Oh, I mean, good for you. All right. 13 indeed. He was here forever and ever, so oh, I just went with the biggest one. Do we know how many Gabe Landeskog's at right now? He's He, he was a, a captain his second year. So it's been from year two till now. So eight, nine, what are eight we talking nine, about? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. All right. So he may break Jay that. Snow. I don't In think first, he's going to. Like it. All right. Last one. Who was the first Avalanche player to win the James Norris Memorial? I know this. I know this. I know one. this. I know this. Uh, hopefully I was quick enough. 
We should all know this too, by the way. Yeah, this. this Although it's a little, it was a, it was a little surprising, um, because uh, you just thought, well, you got Rob Blake; he's a Hall of Famer, and Adam puts a borderline Hall of Famer, but it's Kale. Mm-hmm. Indeed, it is Kale McCarr. So what's interesting is Bork actually won five James Norris Memorial trophies, but none with the Colorado Avalanche. Isn't that wild? Well, he's only here for eighteen months. He's only here for a year and a half. I know, um, but you would think at least one, but... But he only had the one full season, and he got second place that year, so... Right, that's true. true. Good point. He that was good right point. there, but, yeah, when you play 21 years or whatever it was in Boston, he, he'd won, you know, yeah. one out of every four years on average. He took a he took home a quarter of those. That's yeah, wild. It's crazy. Yeah, he was good, that Ray Bork. All yeah, right, our podium. Come I was in. terrible. Three. Bur- burps? Burps? We go, Burps! Jay Snow coming in at number two. And number one is Will. Thank you, everybody, so much. I appreciate y'all hanging out. Our runners-up were Timo and Janelle. Thank you, guys. Janelle, I also saw your comment about the green olives. Thank you for not making me feel as weird. Well, do you eat olives? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I like in olive the best? Blue cheese in a martini. That's the best kind of olive. See, I just I love olives in general. Those are my those are my things. All right, well, one or two of those at the wedding I was at. Will was having a lot of fun. He was also dancing to all the small things. Dmac, did you see you and I were on Blink One Eighty Two's video? Not that I think they recorded it by any means, but they we reposted a video, and we're in it. No, I did not see that. Is that right? It's our oh. back of our heads, baby, but we're in it. <laughs> It's got like a couple million views on Twitter because, you know, Blink congratulating the Avs officially. I think it was sort of, you know, I know they did that in arena video that you guys both saw, but that was sort of their first official public acknowledgement of like, yeah, we're, we're as fans too. That the tweet they sent out yesterday, congratulating the Avs on winning the Stanley Cup. People might not recognize me, but let's, you know, let's, let's do this. (laughs) <laughs> all the small things. Now, now you know who I am. Uh, that's great. Uh, things. Uh, I still don't know the words. Carry me home. Work sucks. People love the work sucks line. Work sucks. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, if you check out that video on Blink-182's Twitter, you can look down to the bottom right-hand part of the screen, and you will see both D-Max and I's head. Uh, we're jamming out and recording the crowd singing it. So it's always so much fun. Will, thank you for hanging out with us for trivia. D-Max, thank you for all of your travel and all of your stories. We appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us this morning. We'll be back again tomorrow morning, 1030 a.m. Bye, everyone.